Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. gorgeous and welcome to this podcast episode. This is an episode I've been wanting to create for I would say a few weeks now, maybe even a month. It's been coming up so much in my coaching sessions. I personally have had a massive revelation around this and and it's it's something that I now just see so, so clearly in a lot of people. And, you know, I work with a lot of women. I work mostly with women. And I, oh, I just think, oh, or I don't, I don't think, I see so many women have this, have this um, going on. So what we're going to be talking about in this episode is the not allowed to be capable belief. So this is one of the 12 fundamental beliefs. Just do a little mini recap. Um, We, when we're born, uh, we are as babies uh, and then, you know, in our early formative years of our life, we are seeking validation from our parents. We're seeking validation that we belong in the world and we're seeking validation of our our essence, our heart, and, you know, how to take that out into the world. So um, in, a, in a nutshell, you know, we go through this individuation phase, essentially, where we, we are seeking validation and we're also building an, a sense of our individual selves. And what happens during that process is we develop these fundamental beliefs we um, based on whatever validation has been unmet for us. And this is really not so much got to do with what, what happened to you in childhood, um, whether, you know, whether your parents did a good job parenting you or, you know, how well they validated you. It's really just about how you interpreted things. And all of us are going to have unmet validation. It's completely unavoidable. So we develop these fundamental beliefs and um, these fund- these beliefs have been boiled down into 12 fundamental beliefs. So like, you know, 12 flavors of um, fundamental belief that are just, you know, throughout humanity, throughout different civilizations and different cultures. Like these, these are just the recurring you know, ways in which we feel incomplete that it comes up for us as humans. And so one of them is not allowed to be capable. And I also say, you know, not allowed to be powerful because that's also what it can be experienced like. Not, I'm not allowed to be capable. I'm not allowed to be powerful. Now, both of these things are actually not, or the, you know, this one thing, I've given two different wordings around it. It's not experienced as I'm not allowed to be. It's it's usually experienced as I'm not capable, like I don't have power, right? And the other word that I would even use um, 
you know, that comes up a lot for people when they're experiencing this belief, coming up against this belief, have this belief present in their life is an authority. I'm not allowed to be an authority. So this belief, um, so we'll just to continue on firstly on our like mini beliefs thing is that we, we develop these fundamental beliefs and then that just becomes the unconscious lens we see the world through and we see ourselves and we see others, you know, when we're identified with our ego, it's just, it's just our ego that we've built. It's not all of us, you know, we have a creative spirit that's, you know, got inspiration and ideas and is incredibly powerful and, you know, really does have godlike manifesting abilities. We have so much power to create, so much ability to manifest. But in our ego, we build an image of ourselves based on what we experience when we're young, based on what we're experiencing in our family, from our parents. We start to build an image of who we must be based on how people are treating us and responding to us. And then that image becomes our, you know, our personality essentially. And we, and we believe that's all we are, right. Until we have an awakening to the fact that we're these incredible limitless, um, you know, beings with this incredible power. And and we really tap into that, um, you know, that, that true greatness that we have. Um, so we've got our ego that's, that's just got this very limited view and sense of itself. And one of the fundamental beliefs that we may form in our egoic identity is I'm not allowed to be capable, I'm not allowed to be powerful. And it's about authority as well. Um, and so the way this belief is, is um, developed is that when you uh, expressed or asserted your, your power, um, your capability, even, you know, you can think of it even as your individuality as a child, it was not validated. So either you, like you lost energy from your mother. Um, so either like you, you just didn't get attention and energy from your mother or you were negatively validated. Maybe you were told off, you were told, no, just do what you're told. Like you don't get a say, like, you know, I'm the adult, you're the child kind of thing. Um, and so you, you develop unconsciously, oh, if I'm powerful, if I'm capable, I lose energy. So I'm not I'm, I'm like my egoic strategy that you develop as a child to compensate for that is I'm not going to be powerful. I'm not going to be capable. I'm not going to be more powerful than like the others around me or the adults. And so what you might experience then is that you underachieve as compared to your capabilities. So, you know, in the, I'm not allowed to be capable belief, you might, you might, um, you know, have experience like I'm, you know, I don't know as much as others. I'm not smart. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm like whatever. And, um, I'm, you know, like in, but, but that's not actually really true. It's just, that's the image of yourself. And, and you, um, you sort of fool yourself into thinking that, and then you might act in that way, but that's actually not really true. Like, you, you know, you, you are capable, right? So that could be kind of how it looks or, if you're more like me, it's more like you are, you have always been an extremely capable and intelligent person and in theory, like so capable. But when, you know, when this belief is activated and got the power, it's like 
you're just fucking powerless, even though in theory, like you have all this capability and intelligence, but it's like, you just can't seem to make it go anywhere, you know? Um, so that's not allowed to be capable, not allowed to be an authority. Now, you know, the interesting thing with this belief, belief, like really understanding your egoic structure, like the structure you created to have this individual sense of yourself and like what you, what you, uh, sort of learned, you know, or made up to that you must be true about yourself, like is a deepening journey. It's an ongoing journey. Like the more that you do this work and you, and when I say do this work, like it could be literally like the work that I teach, um, of alchemy and the creative orientation, but really like fundamentally what the work is, is of self-awareness and ever deepening, ever developing self-awareness. So that, you know, that is something that just can like you just get it more and more and you just see deeper and deeper layers of your ego and what, you know, how it's really unconsciously like seeing itself or you're seeing yourself in your egoic orientation. So for me, I always identified with this belief a little bit, like, yeah, I, I feel like I underachieved compared to my true capabilities. Um, but that was sort of mostly the extent of it. And I have just realized that this is one of my core plaguing um, beliefs in my life, you know, and I, and I actually like that's only just landing now. And I've all, you know, I find that, you know, when I'm working with clients and, you know, my own journey, you know, that, that we continue to uncover what's really going on. And as we do, we start to see things like we, we never identified with before. We never really quite saw before, or maybe we, we saw it and we're like, yeah, I get a sense of that, but I don't really see how I do that. Or I don't really see exactly how that plays out in my life. And then you start to see it and then you start to get it. Now, the reason I've been wanting to create an episode on this is because I just, I feel like almost every client I've worked with, this at some point has come up, this belief. And I think it's really common. I think it's really common for women. Like absolutely, definitely, um, I see this in men too. Um, and, you know, I can even think of a previous partner of mine. This is their predominant one for sure. Um, but, but really common to be like, no, that's not your place. And so, it won't make sense to your conscious mind as I keep, you know, talking through this and we unravel it. So through this podcast episode, I'm just going to keep unraveling it. And, um, and I want you to just be open to like, do I resonate with this? Does any of this like sort of hit me as true? Um, so, um, what essentially like the, the feeling, uh, behind not allowed to be capable is, is it's kind of like, I'm a child and like, I'm not yet able to do those things or it's not my place or I just can't have those things that are an adult's world that are an adult's realm yet. So say for example, you want to be a speaker and you're like, you know, you're trying to make it as a speaker and you're trying to get yourself out there, but like you sort of have this unconscious sense that like, you know, those people 
like the speakers are, are like adults or they, they're bigger in some way or they have an authority that you don't have and like you don't have that authority. Almost like the sensation, if you just feel the sensation of it in your body, almost like you're a child, you're not old enough. Do you know what's really interesting as I've reflected on this belief is, you know, I realized how you know, not all the time, because obviously like there's plenty of the time I'm completely in my power and in my greatness, but like how I, I've had this sense through my life at times of like feeling like I'm, I'm not, I'm not old enough for things, even though it seems so fucking absurd. Like I remember in my late twenties recognizing like, I feel almost like I'm, you know, like I'm not meant to make it publicly known that I have sex because it's like I'm too young. Even though I'm now in my late 20s and that's the age a lot of people would have had babies by now and it's absolutely, absolutely acceptable (laughs) to be having sex, you know. Um, But like I have this almost like this, you know, it doesn't make sense self-consciously, but I have this sense of like, like I'm too young, you know, like that's, that's not for me. Yeah. I should, you know, it's a bit naughty. Like if, if like it would, you know, I would be public about the fact that I have sex kind of thing, you know, it's not a sort of thing everyone necessarily wants to be public about, but that sense of like, I'm not old enough, like, you know, I'm not old enough. And you might feel like this in terms of money, like how much money you have. Like if you think about being a real fucking adult with your money and you know, having six figures in your accounts, um, having the money to buy a house or, you know, make some major investments. Like, you know, in your identity, you can look at, okay, do I have a sense of like this, you know, I'm too, I'm not old enough for that yet. Like I, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not an adult like the other people that do that. Right. So if you, if you have any kind of sense of that, this might be something that's playing out for you. Or if you have a sense of that in terms of, you know, your business and stuff. So an interesting thing for me, that's like been unraveling as I've been looking at this belief for myself, you know, I, I always thought the main thing coming up for me in business is insignificance. And I definitely have insignificance stuff, um, as one of my fundamental beliefs, um, but what I've really seen is actually how much I'm not allowed to be that authority, you know, like I've, I've, I've identified for a long time, this just, you know, it doesn't make sense. If things in your ego don't make sense, by the way, they don't make sense. And they're not who you are. They're just an image you built as a child that then, you know, you unconsciously filter through as an adult unless you are conscious of it, um, you know, or, you, or like you're really in your greatness. So uh, the the thing that I started to notice was just talking about, um, yeah, not, a, not allowed to be um, an authority. Ugh, I can't remember, but I'll start again with it because I know what I was going to say, um, is that you know, I, I always thought it was my significant stuff coming up. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, and, I, and I, and I've had, I've, I've recognized for a while this sense of like, I'm doing something bad. 
by putting out a program. Like somehow I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing something bad that I'm putting out a program. I'm offering this transformation to people. Like there's just something wrong about it in my ego, not in my, you know, greater self and my creative self and my true self, but in my ego, there's, there feels like I'm doing something wrong and I'm doing something bad and, um, you know, and I, and I kind of shouldn't do it and shame gets triggered. And what I've recognized is that it's actually because I don't believe I'm allowed to be an authority. And I, you know, I, oh, I just never would have picked that before, especially because I have I have a very strong sense of my intelligence and what I have to share. So it's, so it's been a very hard thing for me to pick up because of that. Like I, I, I feel incredibly capable at what I teach, but I don't, I don't believe I'm allowed to take that position and I'm allowed to be an authority that's what I don't believe. And that's what comes up for me in this belief. Other people experiencing this belief might literally feel like I'm not, I'm not capable of it. Like, you know, I'm not capable of like holding a group or creating the transformation, you know, that, that could still be a way you're experiencing this belief. But what you want to come, come down to is like, do you believe it's your place? Do you believe it's your place? Um, or do you believe like for some reason you're just like, you're not allowed to have that. You're not allowed to do that. Like you, there's this sort of child feeling to it, right? That That's, you know, I'm all, everything that I'm saying, like if I sat down with you in a coaching session, we could drill down on this, but everything that I'm saying through this podcast episode is to just help, um, help to just point to it, you know, like in, um, a lot of spiritual books, or maybe not a lot, but a few that I've read, um, it's like you can't say what the thing is, but you can point to it, you know, for the, for the person to get it. And that's what I feel like we're doing in this episode is like, because it is going to be experienced different, like can play out very differently for different people, but I'm pointing to the core of it. I'm pointing to the source of it. And it's like, if, if you if you express your power and your authority or your capability, you'll lose energy. That's what your ego believes. You know, you might not really feel that. You might just feel incapable and feel powerless, but that's what your ego believes. And so fundamentally, it doesn't want to be a threat. Like what you're really doing is that you don't want to be a threat to um, to the adult, right? So you, and, and you learn, oh, it's not my place. It's not my place to be powerful. I'm, I'm going to experience something negative if I'm powerful and I express my power and maybe I know what's best for me here or whatever. Like, you know, it gets rejected. Um, it's not rewarded. Uh, so I won't do it and I'm going to play a smaller game. Um, and, so what, what you will have developed if you do experience this belief, like you literally have developed strategies for cutting off your own power and you might like, you might not feel in control of them, but it, like if we did a coaching session, I could, I could help you see the way that you did it and actually that you don't have to do that. Right. So one of the things I do, and this is actually something separately that I started to become aware of uh, earlier this year, actually, is how I believe things don't work for me. 
but I actually don't follow them properly and I leave out steps. But I don't realize that. Like I never used to realize that, but I, but I can now see it. I now see, fuck. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't work for me. That works for other people. I've tried that. I've tried everything. La, la, la. It's like, yeah, but I actually, one of my dysfunctions, the way that my ego, you know, creates me being less powerful so that I get the energy that my ego believes I need because my ego doesn't realize we've grown up now and it's still trying to play by the conditions of childhood, just like everyone's is, um, is is that I I leave out key steps. Now, this is not going to be the behavior everyone does. You know, this is a strategy that my, you know, I developed um, to to compensate for for this condition in childhood. Uh, I I leave out key steps. I leave out steps. I actually don't do it properly. And that's why it doesn't work. And that's why I'm then not I'm not powerful. I'm not I'm I'm not or I cut my power off. I cut it short. Um rather you know rather than being actually in the true power and really creating the true end results of my capability. I really wish that I could get like live feedback <laughs> from these podcast episodes because right now I'm wanting to be like, so how is this landing for you? Like, what are you getting from it? Like, you know, I want, I want some feedback so that then I can, um, you know, keep speaking to maybe, you know, what's, what's coming up, what you may be navigating, what you're not sure about. Um, but yeah, but it, you know, it's really essentially about, keeping yourself small, keeping yourself smaller than others because that's what's safe. And I also, you know, I, I can identify that for myself too. It's like, I feel like people won't like, I legitimately in my egoic structure, my egoic worldview, I feel like people won't like me if I'm powerful. And actually that was reflected to me through school. So, you know, in my particular personal case of this, I keep pointing that out because it's like, you don't have to relate to my story about it, relate to the thing I I keep pointing to. But, you know, I, I was, even right now, I don't want to say it because I feel like, oh my God, everyone's going to hate me. (laughs) I was, I was really capable. um, And I was, I was naturally good at things. I was naturally really smart. I was naturally really athletic. I would win everything at sports day or maybe not everything, but I'd win overall at sports day and win overall swimming carnival, you know, smart, like top of the class kind of thing. And do you know what I learned? And I've been aware of this since I was literally like a late teenager. I've always been aware of this. Um, People don't like that people don't like that. But that's not where it got developed. It gets developed in uh, in your childhood with your parents. But this is how it then got confirmed to me. I kept experiencing, oh my gosh, yeah, it's true. People don't like me when I'm powerful. People don't like me when I know more than them. Fuck, they do not like me when I know more than them. You know, like people do not like me when I win everything. People hate it. My God, like you're so good at everything, Alex. Um, People don't like it, you know. So I developed strategies to stop being powerful, to stop being more powerful than other people. And, you know, actually, as I reflect on this, 
I developed a really bad attitude at school and I actually stopped like doing any homework, trying it all. Like I just, I just was like a little shit for a, for a while there, even though I was so smart and people, I used to get my report cards. I remember getting so much shit from my mom because I would get like, yes, you know, I would get A's still. They'd be like, yeah, but she could try harder. Like, you know, like she's not really trying. And my mom would be like, why aren't you trying? Um, and you know, I'm, I'm even just connecting that now. Like that comes from, that's because people don't like it. People don't like me when I'm powerful. Um, and it comes from when you're even younger than that. Um, so that's this belief. I, I've, yeah, I've just been working with so many people around it recently. And what I want you to reflect on is like, yeah, does this sense, this sense of like, it's not my place. It's like, it's not my place. I'm, I'm not that, I'm not mature. I'm not that mature yet. Others are more mature, um, in terms of, um, uh, finances, maybe the relationships that you have, things like buying a house, um, the level that you let yourself go to in your business. Okay. Just another really interesting, I'm, I'm sharing. So sometimes I feel like bad about sharing or self-conscious, I should say, of sharing so much of my own experience, but I know that you guys always tell me that's how you learn so much from me. And I'm just, I just need to embrace that. Yes. That that's how like I teach a lot. Um, and I also don't, you know, I, I wouldn't share things of my clients unless I explicitly ask them. And unless it felt really important, I'm not going to ask them like for things like a podcast episode, because otherwise I could actually really go through profiles of other people. Um, but my, oh yeah. Do you know what else is interesting? Just keep giving you, keep giving you my experience. So keep my, keep lighting up things for you and your experience, um, was around money. So it's interesting. Like I, I have, um, you know, I've created a level of financial success and stability and independence with my business, but something that I noticed during a training I did a couple of months ago was how, um, I like the, like money came up to me and came up for me and like realizing sort of a ceiling that I'm feeling like I have with money in terms of both in what's my, in my bank accounts at the moment and also my income. Now it's the highest income I've ever earned. Um, but but I noticed, I just noticed this subtle sense within me of like, oh, if I'm earning two times this, five times this, I can feel like my parents will disapprove and like, like I don't deserve it. And I was like, what is that? And I don't literally think that, like, I think my parents would be like very happy for me, but I could feel this sense within me of like, oh, that's like, oh, people in my family aren't going to like that. <laughs> interesting. I've got another story interesting off the back of that. Oh, people in my family aren't going to like that. Um, and, and I was like, why would I think that they don't deserve it? You know, like where would that come from kind of thing? But what I recognized, you know, as I've been piecing all these things together is like, no, because I'm not, I'm not 
Like it's not quite right to, or correct or accurate to say I'm not an authority, but it's like I'm not, yeah, I'm not, not like I'm not, I'm not at that level. I'm not old enough. I'm not an authority. I'm not like mature enough to be earning that much is almost what the sense is. And it's like I'm doing something bad if I would be earning more. Like I don't deserve it because, you know, I'm, I'm not that level of like value or maturity or adult like that's the best words I can use to point towards it, even though I don't feel like they nail it like perfectly. Um, and I was like, whoa, that's so interesting. And, and I just I, like, I, it's the same thing that's, you know, like my money, where my money's at at the moment, I'm like, whoa, like that's that there's a dynamic going on because I've been noticing, but I also noticed around the time of that um, income realization. It was like, oh, you know, if I go past that, then like people in my family are going to think that's wrong. Is this, That's the best way I can say it. People in my family are just going to think that's kind of wrong that I'm earning that much. Like I shouldn't be. Um, even though I don't truly believe that, um, like self-consciously, but what I, yeah, what I was noticing with, with my money at the moment is like, I was like, hmm, isn't it really interesting that I've just been quote unquote getting rid of my money in the past couple of years? Like, you know, I've made not, okay, not many, but like I made a couple of big purchases that I don't think I was like, why did I do that? That was like literally not the best thing for me to do with my money at the moment. And then I, I gave a lot of money actually to someone to invest in something. And I was meant to get it back a few months later and it's just got completely locked up in that thing. So it's it's not like it's gone. Like I, um, and I still could receive it back multiplied, but it's just been locked up for like, I think, no, not, not two. Oh yeah. I'd be getting close. No, two years. It's just been like locked up for two years now when I thought I was getting back a few months later. And then I just had this massive out of a quote unquote out of nowhere, um, like, uh, money that I had to pay out when I left Bali. And I was like, why do I keep, you know, like there's something going on here. I'm creating this. There's something going on here where things aren't accumulating and overflowing more. I keep doing something or something happens where the money goes or it gets locked up or it looks something. And I've, and I've identified it's, it's got the same core thing to it. It's because it's like, you know, I'll be like, I'll be powerful. I'll be powerful beyond what I believe is my place in my goic structure, in my identity, you know, if like, you know, if that wasn't happening. And so it's a dynamic, it's a dynamic. I'm, I'm creating that to keep myself at a certain level. So I'm non-threatening to people essentially. Um, and that's, what's going on for me. So looking at money is another really good one. Dependence. If you keep finding yourself dependent on people, dependent on partners, dependent on your parents. And it's like, it almost feels like there's this fucking rubber band, you know, and you kind of, you're not fully able to come into or stay in your independence or it feels, you know, it feels like if it almost feels like it's not going to last maybe if you, if you are in it, cause it's like, you don't feel actually fully equipped 
fully, you know, and again, it's not something you might self-consciously think. It might even feel like a weird thing to think. But when I say it, if you experience it, you'll know. Cause when I say it, it's like, yeah, I'm sort of like not really like the sense of being fully equipped, um, to, to have that much responsibility and be independent. It's not my place because you learned in childhood, it wasn't your place. And also when you're in childhood, it wasn't your place to be fully independent. Um, so that's this belief that gets created, you know, and then you, you underachieve versus your full capability. So I think, I really think that, you know, I think that I've, I've covered it, um, so far in this episode and, you know, I just encourage you, like, you know, there might be things dropping for you already right now that you might be having fucking massive realizations right now, or you might just take this in And then now that you've heard it and you've heard me call it out and point it out, you might start noticing when this pops up for you. Because also with our fundamental beliefs, you know, we've got generally a core or a couple of core beliefs, and then we can can totally have little bits of the others, like little flavors of the other beliefs, even though it might not be a central one for us, but you notice like, oh, that dynamic is sort of played out unworthy. Like I'm seeking approval and validation. Oh, like, you know, but it's, it's maybe not my core one, but I can just see that playing out in this situation. Um, and, uh, okay. No, there's one more thing I want to add because I've just, I just had this in a client session. It's something I experience, and I've got clients that, have ex- that experienced this too. So I, I just want to also add it in uh, because I also think it helps point at the dynamic um, is shame. Now, I wouldn't say you would necessarily experience shame if you're in this dynamic, but shame because when you're a child, um, you know, what could have happened if you I- experienced this um, negative validation when you express your power, when you express your capability um, is that you know, you, you received a reaction that, that you then felt shame about like, Oh, I've done something wrong. Shouldn't have done that. I've done something bad. Um, and so there's this shame trigger and that's, uh, that, Oh my gosh. After like, after, you know, knowing that my shame trigger is like one of my core things for years, I've finally pinpointed the source of that shame trigger. I've always like known it, got it, got the things around it, like got the general sense of it. But the shame trigger for me is I, you know, is that I don't have the authority. My case, like I don't have the authority to do that. That's not my place. I shouldn't. And so it's like, I said to my client in a session today and I completely related to it. It's like a shame taser. You know, it's like you get this taser of shame and to like, you know, pull you, your ego to pull you out of, you know, what, um, you know, the, the power or authority you were just assuming or trying to assume or putting out there. It's like, Oh, like, no, that's, you know, like, that's not your place. Like you you can't do that. It's not good if you do that. Um, so shame, shame is something I've discovered um, can be associated with this. So I just wanted to add that in. So anyways, we're going to wrap that up there. I really, really hope this has been beneficial for you. Um, I'm really excited to have created this episode because I feel like this has just been so relevant to so many people. And I feel like a broken record sometimes in my client sessions of just like repeating myself, you know, going through, um, 
you know, explaining this belief and like how it's showing up for people. So I feel like it's just very helpful if I can create a podcast episode on it for all of you guys to listen to and, and feel into if this resonates with you. Um, so I guess the final thing to really like round this out is that if you're experiencing this belief, that is not who you are. That's not who you are. And you don't have to live subject to that belief. You only live subject to that belief when you're not aware of it um, or when you become aware of it and you keep going along with it, which, you know, if something is a really core trigger of ours, that's how, that's our whole thing is to learn how to um, step out of the illusion and being identified with it when we're identified with it, because it's not the core truth of who you are or like what you're now um, destined to in your life, what you now have to experience in your life. It's just an egoic pattern that comes up for you. And you have the power to step out of egoic patterns just because you have a pattern in your ego. We all have an ego that's made up of a pattern, right? Or or you might think of it as different patterns, but what you will come to realize the more you do this work on yourself of self-awareness is actually you do have a pattern, but you know, patterns got pieces in it. So your patterns, um, and you don't have to live subject to that though. Cause that's just what's in your identity that you built for yourself. That's just what's in your ego. You have a pure creative spirit. You have a genius. You have a higher self. You have a self that is completely not subject to all that shit. And so the art, the art and, you know, the, the thing that we're doing here, what it's all about is learning how to step out of that egoic structure that's inherently limited, that has us living as if we are this very limited being. And then we create these very limited end results in our lives. Have you step out of that and into the full, true greatness of who you are and your creative spirit and what that's really about. And when you live from that place, you're not subject to your patterns and beliefs. Your patterns and beliefs will continue to be triggered. And, you know, as your ego in throughout your life and in every situation is going, how is it here? What's, you know, what, what do I need to survive? What do I need to be safe? What do I know about myself? I'm not an authority. I'm not allowed to do that. It's like, you know, that's not my place. I'm not allowed to be capable. Uh, and so that's always going to be sending you the message of like, Hey, this is who we are. This is the way things work, you know, but we don't have to live by that. We can recognize that and go, Hey, thanks ego. But actually I'm not playing in the kiddie pool anymore. I'm over here in creator land and I'm a creator. Now I actually am a creator and I have the power and that that's an image I built of the world, but that's, that's not true. Like the, there is a limitless possibility around me. I have the power and I can create from that. And when you create from that, you do create what you want. You do create those epic end results. You do create magic. Um, and you, you just create powerfully, literally through the action you take, um, from your creator self. 
So that's a wrap. That's what we're going through in this podcast episode. I really, really hope this has um, served you. If you've got anything from this podcast episode, you know, if it has landed for you, I would absolutely love to hear about it. Send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at alexh.co. And if you did enjoy this podcast episode and you enjoy listening to the podcast, I'd love to ask you to please leave a rating and review either on Spotify or on the Apple podcast app. It really helps the podcast um, to get out there. It helps me to give my energy to the podcast. Um, So yeah, uh, I'd love to make that request of you. All right. I'm sending you lots of love, gorgeous, and I'll see you in the next episode.